0: Recording in progress. Hey hello welcome to straight to the point completely off topic. I think that's the name of it that's the name they gave me. Doesn't that sound right David?
1: Yeah that's about right
0: It's the name of this it's the name right you know these things don't you? Yeah okay yeah well then welcome funny. to it to straight to the point and completely off topic And uh, today we have who? Introduce Dunbar, yourself, your son, my son, David Dunbar. It sounded like you, you sounded like you were in a hallway for a second. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what the technical difficulties are. Let me hear your voice again.
1: Uh, does it sound all right? Do I have like a voice? Yeah, no, nope,
0: that sounds perfect. Well, just make sure that you're talking into the mic directly as, as much as possible. All right perfect uh and i don't know what to say really about it yesterday i had gentle jay on and i recorded uh we talked i talked to jay for three hours almost and i was able to record half an hour up so hopefully today we do better uh the the this is a whole different app so it should it should work yeah yeah. Why, what what do you know of it? Are you familiar with this, with Zoom?
1: I have no idea how the fuck Zoom is supposed to work, why it's better than Skype or Discord in any way. I know that it can support oh. thousand people, but that's really it.
0: Well, I think maybe it was just that mom had Zoom on her computer, too, and she's doing the recording because we couldn't use that app we were using. Wow. That's what I think. I didn't know that Discord I guess that would have worked too, huh? Discord. Yeah, if you And then we could have felt like there. gamers. Yeah. yeah, see now it sounds like your voice is phasing in and out. Ah. Oh well. We're going to we're going to plod through this though. We'll deal and- with the audio issues. Listeners deal with it. Well, <laughs> we'll deal with it ourselves as we continue to try to make this better. How about that?
1: Alter your volume levels accordingly.
0: <laughs> yeah, adjust yourself. We don't we're perfect. Yeah. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Far from it. Um I'm so far from perfect that I, I need a cup of coffee and it's what eight o'clock at night? Ten o four, actually.
1: That's much later than I thought it was
0: yeah i kind of put things off a bit we had to i had to we yeah <laughs> yeah we had to do some shopping and some other stuff and it's always easier to put family off um unfortunate but true right yeah. and but i know that you wanted you you seem to have something to say did did you do you want me just to interview like i would anybody that would be on the show or treat me, uh treat me like literally anyone else? Right. Uh, then first we start talking about how terrible cancel culture is. I learned yeah, some cues. <laughs> well, I,
1: I, I was...
0: an what, what's an art? This is a start.
1: Yeah. This is something. Yeah. I am not equipped to talk about cancel culture. I did not prepare anything on the topic.
0: You You prepared something on other topics?
1: I memorize things for like, oh, if dad's gonna mention this, then I know what to do. Cancel culture is the one thing I did not expect.
0: <laughs> was, well, first off, I'm 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 just joking uh, about the cancel culture. Uh, it just seems to be a hot button thing, and I was just going over things I talked with Jay about yesterday, and and he he, you know, so that was the first thing that we talked talked about yesterday, I think, and then. I figured we would go from there. I Well, not we would go from there. But I figured I was just... Yeah, if I was to treat you like I treat other guests that I've had on the show, then I had to realize that I've had no one on the show. And so there was only one other person to treat you like. Uh, hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, then. Figure out something to talk about. Do it now. We need content.
0: Well, you... You prepared why, why I don't need to no, you, come on, you know me far better than that. I don't prepare for things. you prepared, so why I'll take advantage of your preparations, right? So what did you prepare to talk about?
1: Absolutely nothing. I was just lying. I was lying for a comedic effect.
0: Are you making that up because I was, ma- I was making up the other I don't believe you. I don't, <laughs> you you've been going over this kind of stuff all day, haven't you? <laughs>
1: I am a lying liar today.
0: I figured as much because really what is is about to happen, that could be wrong, but you're going to put out a trap for me <laughs> to step in. And then when I step in it, you're going to try to cancel culture me. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you're going to culture culturally cancel me. Yeah. You're going to attempt to culturally cancel me by having all your Twitter bots jump up and say, that I was using the wrong pronouns or something you, you to refer to the always, coffee. Always
1: culturing or canceled.
0: <laughs> well, are you a boomer? No, Zoomer. Oh, okay. Right on. I don't know. You, you're at that age. David, how old are you? Might as well uh, tell the kids at home. 15. And that is the age of?
1: Zoomers.
0: Well, okay i was gonna just what is it like being 15 what's it
1: like being 15 um it's mostly like learning random shit on the internet and playing video games
0: yeah that's about it no come on at 15 (laughs) you know everything in the world am i wrong
1: no, I I do not know everything in the world. There's much for me to learn. I know very, I know the basics of a lot of topics.
0: See, that's the problem teaching kids about Dunning Kruger effect. <laughs> <laughs> then they then they know about it, and they are then they're they're not as comedic. I can't make fun of you for knowing. When I was fifteen. I felt like I knew the whole world. Like I knew why everything happened and why it should happen. And if it didn't happen the right way, then what went wrong? And I always had a real quick answer for it, a knee jerk reaction, if you will. That's not you, though, huh? Uh,
1: I'm more like quick on my feet, witty than quick on my feet, smart.
0: Well, I don't know that I was quick on my feet, smart. And I I find that young kids around your age seem to know everything. That's what I mean to say. So I was expecting you to know everything.
1: Well, with access to all the knowledge that humanity has ever had, uh, it's normal for a kid to know a lot more than their parents at this point.
0: It's true. You do often school me on shit that I would rather I, in some cases, to be honest, David, I'd rather not know than to know that, you know, no, I shouldn't say that. It's 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 always an odd mixture of pride and humility <laughs> every time you school me on something. And then I have to go to Google and be like, no way you're full of shit. There's no way that a cashew is it comes from a fruit. God then, fucking
1: damn it stop all right you mentioned Hmm. that song at least once every year and it is just
0: (laughs) wait what song
1: that 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 damn tobuscus song uh, we have an
0: audience david i don't know what you're talking about
1: it's that damn fucking there's a song yes it's
0: where you learned that fact I know, but it was just a, listen, dude. Want. It was just an analogy. You can calm down. See, you know, you calm. It's just an analogy. It could have been anything. It wasn't just like why did it, yeah, why would that song the cashews fruits? God. Well, what else? What other things should I? Well, yeah, actually, I did have another one I that so I could much. have used as analogy, which I was still going to ask you about, which was the new Marvel character, who. His superpower is just that he has Google.
1: Oh yeah, fucking uh screen time. He
0: um, <laughs> he's yeah. a real person. Uh
1: no, he's a he's an original character for um for uh Marvel's New Warriors run. Um which normally I like the New Warriors, but this new lineup's not uh especially good. Uh there's only one character that I really like in it. Which would be um, what's her face? The one with the backpack.
0: But that's a great that's a great name for a superhero.
1: Yeah, it was so uh, like trailblazer. What's her face? The one with
0: the black backpack.
1: Yeah, Trailblazer is her name.
0: Oh, we did uh, on the Ink Master. I have to talk. I'm obligated to talk about Ink Master. Well,
1: yeah, um, it's in your contract.
0: Yeah, <laughs> on Ink Master, somebody had to do a Trailblazer tattoo. Like, yeah, we we did tattoos of the X Men characters, and somebody had to do the tattoo of Trailblazer.
1: I didn't know that they were an X Men.
0: I, I don't. I mean, it was in the movie. I have no idea. I I quit watching those X Men movies, and those Thor movies, and those just all the Black movies. Panther movies, and those uh, Captain America movies, and yeah, those. You just movies.
1: stopped watching movies eventually.
0: Pretty much. I just play Cod. It's just about all I do. I don't have much interest in the. I don't know. I feel like I grew up with that, like, as like a a big part of my life, like Marvel characters and just comic books. And as uh, as it becomes more popular, I feel like I feel it like I can watch the screenplays and the scripts get like watered down and test audience and uh, made for TV or made for, 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 you know, a, a larger viewing audience or something. It just, it doesn't feel as cool as it. It, it honestly, it feels more like they took something that I had that was special and unique and they gave it to everybody else. And I just got like, it's, it feels like I went to class with bubblegum. The teacher found out. And he gave everybody my bubble gum.
1: Well, I think you should read some of these new comics. They're pretty fun, except for the new warriors. Never read it. I will (laughs) learn anything about this uh, new version of the new warriors. Why? Unless there's some sort of important story beat specifically about Trailblazer. I will ignore everything I hear about the new warriors until there's a recast
0: is trailblazer a good character or something is he uh a...
1: uh they have a they have a fun gimmick uh which is that they have a backpack which i believe can contain anything that they need at that one time so she could just like pull out a gatling gun if there's a, an especially tough enemy
0: trailblazers a uh, female yeah See, that's how lost i am in this world I really didn't grow up with Marvel. I shouldn't say that. I, they, uh, I was working at a comic book store, but all the Marvel comic books were too expensive. I, I worked for comic books and I could get, uh, I don't know, three or four comics a week or some shit, but I could never get new comics. So I always had to get back issue comics. And the guy there just tried to get me excited about comics that he had in an overabundance. So infinity squad, i read a bunch of infinity squad which was todd mcFarland's first kind of jump before he did spider-man hmm. yeah no one cares but uh yeah and so i didn't i didn't get to pop uh the the cool characters but i don't even know if trailblazer was in it but i do know that it's weird to have a mutant power that is a backpack that can contain anything you want it well, it's
1: not a mutant power. It's a magic backpack that she got for, from her grandpa.
0: Grandpa Deadpool or something doesn't he have some kind of trick like that where he can get guns all the time?
1: Well, yeah, it's uh it's what's called sort of like the magic satchel, but it's not exclusive to Deadpool. It's like an old uh it's an old trick among like old-timey cartoons and stuff where like a character will just pull out a random weapon at any time, sort of like Wile E. Coyote. He had a magic oh, yeah.
0: So well, uh, I'm certainly look- familiar with that but yeah. now it's it's an actual thing it's a magic who makes it uh,
1: no Deadpool just pulls shit out of nowhere he doesn't actually have a magic satchel
0: Yeah but it, who made the magic satchel for this Trailblazer character like how does this mutant get a hold of it
1: uh, it looks as Guardian in origin I have no idea who made it the ori- the origins haven't really been specified much for the characters yet
0: Ah, the Asgards. Yeah. (laughs) What a name.
1: What a name.
0: What a name. We're the the Asgardians. (laughs) What do you guys do? Pretty much just guard, you know, asses. (laughs) I don't know. That, all
1: right, that joke, I thought I was going to like it, but it just makes me unreasonably upset, and I don't know why
0: like the word uh moist
1: just like the word moist yeah that joke and the word moist those are my two triggers
0: (laughs) right but and you didn't know and so though there might be more triggers you didn't Uh, know until you just heard you know all right well there we have it um no i i wasn't meaning to get off topic about marvel i was actually just meaning to ask you what it was like to know everything And so then I found out that you actually know that you don't know everything and which just kind of actually makes it worse. So you must know more than everything in that same fashion because you know that you don't know everything. Something.
1: That's some serious Socrates bullshit. The man that knows nothing knows everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, isn't that? And so just look to the town fool for the, you know, the next best thing to do. You just go find the guy that's licking the paint chips And ask him
1: Whenever you're in a In a bind ask your local meth head He knows everything
0: Or like the movie Midsummer, You could so ask the Well it wasn't a cult right You could ask the inbred uh, uh, Deformed Mutant boy to color you a picture And then tell you who to, who of your friends To kill
1: oh yeah it was the it was they were so inbred that they had visions of the future some shit
0: right but it was only one they only had one inbred person that they would then breed i'm guessing so like that kid had to then get bred with like his sister or something right like that was that was implied however i we didn't meet his sister and we didn't know how he was gonna Oh, he was gonna make na- make the next Oracle for them.
1: That Weird was a stuff. Movie
0: that was awesome movie though, eh?
1: It was an all right movie. I did and I did find some parts that I enjoyed, but most of it I was just uncomfortable.
0: What about the way it was filmed? I mean, that was some good storytelling. The yeah. director, uh, cinematographer, and the screenplay all worked together well.
1: Yeah. It. Uh, The the cinematography was amazing. Uh, All the camera angles really told you how the story was going better than the words did in some places, I found.
0: And what about that, uh, what seemed to be the uncut cliff scene?
1: Oh, yeah, that was... I I think that they used... I like the practical effects for that that guy who survived. They used...
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was but, horrific.
1: Yeah, they used a, a and they...
0: Uh-huh, go on. they
1: used a collapsible metal frame uh, that they covered in latex that, that was like pre-split, I believe. And they just pumped it full of uh, fake blood and then added some minor ceilings that would easily break on the skull so that when the hammer came down the skull would collapse and it would all just split apart. I believe that's how it was. But,
0: but the, the, to me, the more important or the more amazing shot was the two people, the, when they walked off, there was like, usually you're, you're going to see in movies, you know, a two piece thing where it's like the person, it's a close up or a far away first. And the person's taking that first step off. Right. And then you might even see them fall. But they're going to then fall onto an apparatus that's going to save them. But we're going to cut the rest of the scene together. So then we have a close up of their face as they're falling or something like that, right? So yeah. that then we can manipulate it. But this scene, that person stepped off that cliff and then fell down right to, you're like, wow, that was a hard scene to film. I would, I mean, with movie. Technology, it's probably easier than I'm thinking, but I didn't right away I did not know the vehicle or or the method that they would use to do that, you know. And it didn't it wasn't a bunch of CGI or nothing. That person just it looked like it was a real ass shot of someone stepping off a cliff, and then you're like, Oh yeah, that's what happened. You'd get you'd get dead like that. (laughs) You'd break just like you'd die. What uh but what an amazing scene that's really kind of pulls you into the movie though, don't it?
1: Yeah. It made it, it really shows you, hey, this weird cult commune isn't normal.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's still it was intriguing. Like, how do they live? Why? Why would anybody ever volunteer to be like, yeah, 71 years? I'm done or something like that. Wasn't it 71 or 60 or something? I, I 30, think 33. It was uh 33 was. It was in thirds, right?
1: Yeah. It, uh, it was explained. They were pretty old people, and it was explained that they just didn't want to burden their families once they were like old <laughs> and senile and shit. Right,
0: right. So they they chose uh they chose uh they chose to a jump quick- off the cliff. Yeah. It wasn't that quick. That dude fell down like and you gotta figure he'd if he lived in that that commune, he's seen this before. And if I'm going to go out and I've seen people doing this before, I'm going to learn from each of them. I would figure, right? Like every year, pretty much. Doesn't he see somebody who's about that age ready to kick it? Yeah. So he's probably seen it. Well, maybe not every year, but he's probably seen at least four to five people in his lifetime. And each one of them died walking off of the cliff. And some of them probably died better or quicker. I would do the head first thing. That's what I think. I would just, Head first, you know what I mean? Like, let's make sure it's over. Isn't that how the first two of them did it? I think she just fell down face first. Yeah, yeah, kind of head first, like flat. And then, but he kind of walked off like he was, like he just wanted to break his legs first or something. Yeah. It, now, it was
1: his own damn fault that he survived when you think about it.
0: I I... The people in the audience there, the people that felt his grief, all those people, and the dude with the great big long hammer, I felt like they all could have acted a little sooner. You know what I'm
1: saying? There was just that one guy standing ominously with a hammer, and everyone's
0: fine with it.
1: That's my favorite part.
0: Well, not only did he have the long hammer, but after the guy fell, he was in agonizing pain, right? like excruciating a full minute and they gave him a full minute before they said they like isn't he your friend why do you gotta let him suffer like that like and and knowing that one day you might have to jump off and not be dead and you're teaching the younger one who's going to be smashing your head in with a hammer eventually how to do it it seems like you would be like you would go to the guy after you'd be run. You'd be like, run there real quick, smash his head, and then go back to the little guy. And be like, see, that's how it's done, man. Uh, you know, he barely suffered. You notice I did that for the guy. You do that for me.
1: Yeah. Like in the real world, I'm sure that the guy with the hammer would have been up there a bit quicker. But, you know, it's a movie. They have to pace things differently for, they have to pad out yeah. the screen time and all that.
0: I really liked the effect they did with uh, the, the, um, the grass and those kinds of things where they twirled it a bit. It, even the, um, it's like they had a turkey on the table or something and some of the, the wreaths and things like that. They kind of gave this LSD mind warp effect to it. You yeah. recall?
1: Yeah. I like it. Liked was, it. Uh, it was some good uh, set building. Everything about it was really well done.
0: Okay. now who made this movie
1: i completely forget
0: <laughs> me too i think it's roger eager not mm-hmm. not ebert but egger actually right
1: maybe i have no idea
0: he he also did hereditary isn't that Oops, yeah, excuse I, me
1: i'm sure that it was somebody who worked on hereditary that made this movie because those movies are pretty similar in some pit places but Uh, I think your microphone might be messing up right now.
0: Okay, can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, now I can hear you.
0: All right. Well, I've just learned that I cannot use my screen to do other things.
1: Bad idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm well I'm I guess I have to keep it on the Zoom page. So Ari Aster did Hereditary, and I don't know if he did Midsummer. I think he might have. There is a Roger Egger, I think, did Witch and the Lighthouse. Or Witches uh, and the Did you see The Witch yet?
1: I think I watched it with you. I'm not sure though.
0: Was oh, it a story about that family gets uh, excommunicated yeah, from their their what New England home yeah, in eighteen hundreds or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think that there was like some sort of, I uh, spoilers right now. If you don't like <laughs> spoilers, turn the sound because it's a really good movie.
0: Yeah, but I uh, think
1: that the big M Night Shyamalan twist at the end was that it was the modern day. Uh, I don't remember though. Yeah, I have Oh, in the it. witch?
0: No, that wasn't. That yeah. was in the village, wasn't it? That that, oh, that was the M- the, the village. village. Right. Don't don't hate on the village. Listen, M Night Shyamalan Shyamala, Ding Dong has only <laughs> made a few good movies, and the Village wasn't wasn't his worst.
1: Yeah.
0: I actually liked I liked the Village. I thought I thought we are back on track to having good films, but I, didn't you say a lot of people uh, did not like the Village?
1: I did not know, but maybe people didn't like the village.
0: Okay, I got the idea from talking to you.
1: Yeah, I think at this point, just people, hey, M Night Shyamalan films as a reflex. (laughs) um, M Night Shyamalan's making this. Oh God.
0: Be careful how you talk into your microphone. Make sure it's right in your face. You're turning into a, um, a robot every once in a while. But I do agree. You're absolutely right. I think people just begin to uh, presuppose. Because this seems to be the world. We, we're we all a bunch of haters. Even me. Like, I, I don't like Eraserhead.
1: You don't like Eraserhead?
0: Did you watch Eraserhead? You haven't seen Eraserhead.
1: I have seen some clips of it, but from what I've seen, it's pretty good.
0: Dude, dude, don't start with me. Okay, we're going to have to watch. I've got three three movies now we have to watch, uh, and I forget the first two, but Eraserhead's one, and we'll have to watch it because it's, it's crap. It's pure. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched it. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't get it, guys. And maybe you're all smarter than me and maybe that's it. But I began feeling like it was more like everybody just agreed that, hey, let's all act like we like this movie because it's because then we can say we're smart. You know,
1: let's pretend we like a razor head to fuck with Kyle.
0: I think that's why they did it. I think that's why everybody in the world does it is just to fuck with me because they're like, because that movie, that movie was not. I don't I'll have to watch it again. I, I don't recall it being good. And now there is another movie that I, I wanted to watch with you. But here's what happens. I should probably explain. We have a viewing audience, so I should explain. I say, hey, David, let's watch this movie. I want to uh, indoctrinate you with culture. And, and then I say no. And then you go and watch the movie without me. Yeah, that's a, that's usually what I do. And then I, I find I... out sometime later that you've watched a movie just through like like conversation i think that's how i found out you watched midsummer i was like yeah. "Wait, you, you you made a reference to midsummer what are you you haven't seen that movie and you were like <laughs> oh no i i watched it pretty much just to say Fuck off old man <laughs> that's yeah. why i did it sometimes yeah, I,
1: I watch movies to spite you well
0: that's not a good reason to watch movies
1: it works for me. I've seen a lot of good movies. Have you watched
0: They Live Yet?
1: I have not seen They Live Yet. You've been trying to get me to watch that one for a while. I, I you say it's David Cronenberg. I like his picture.
0: Uh no, it's uh it's not David Cronenberg, it's um John Carpenter.
1: Ah, John Carpenter.
0: Which you like his work too, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh the thing, right?
0: What what do you like of David Cronenberg?
1: David Cronenberg, he did a pretty good job of adapting *The Fly*.
0: The Fly. Oh, I forgot he did *The Fly*. Yeah. I can, did. He do. He didn't do *Fly* 2 Then. Maybe the second did. one. Maybe. Did, did have you seen *Naked Lunch* yet?
1: I have not seen *Naked Lunch*. I don't know what *Naked Lunch*
0: is actually. *Naked Lunch* is a a, a film adaptation of a William S. Burroughs book. William S. Burroughs was a heroin addict who ah. did heroin. <laughs>
1: I mean, what else would do you expect a heroin addict to do? do? you expect a heroin addict to go out and snort meth?
0: Uh, you uh, do I wouldn't be surprised, meth? you know, but yes. Uh, uh, yeah, they do. He did heroin. heroin. That's what he, but at the same time, he did heroin and then he would write things down much like Nostradamus would write things down and then, uh, well, not the same way, but, Nostradamus, as I understand it, wrote down a bunch of predictions and then threw them all up in the air and let them land. However, they didn't then gathered them up. And that way they were in a random position, if you follow me. You know what I mean? And then there was no like real telling that this was the first thing he wrote and this was the second thing. And what order they were, they were all in weird orders. Right. So uh, David Cronenberg kind of or excuse me. Um, William S. Burroughs kind of does the same. He shoots up a bunch of heroin, and then he just writes like the most random shit that you could write, and then uh it's in the book, and you're like, I don't I don't follow any of this. There's no chronology. Like the <laughs> book doesn't go in any order because it's all heroin. Now, here's the mistake that I made is an English in English class. Um, we had a really cool teacher, Mrs. Cook, and she said, we're going to be doing, you know, a comparison between a book and a movie. And this was possibly, I mean, I liked movies. I always liked movies, I guess. Um, because, you know, we weren't, we couldn't watch them when I was young and all the kids would always be talking about the new movie. And I would just be like, man, I wish I could go see that. You know, I wanted to see Star Wars, couldn't see Star Wars. Uh, all these, uh, movies with Clint Eastwood. I wanted to see all these Clint Eastwood movies death wish with Rich, richard branson anyways i want to watch all these movies never could so i wanted to watch so when i could finally watch movies i was really enthralled by them but mrs cook made us do a report on a book and the movie and i had just watched this really really weird film called a naked lunch and so i was like that was weird I want to read the book. So I already did the hard work of the watching the movie. So now I got to do the hard work of reading the book and make a comparison between the two. And what I found out was, uh, actually I used to, to this day, it still stays with me as a lesson for me. I don't know that it's right, but for me, it's right. And that is that books and, uh, movies in a comparison is like comparing a kumquat to, uh, a uh, a pear. I don't Which know actually,
1: what a is, but it's a very funny word.
0: Yeah, And I think actually they're pretty similar to Paris. So I should probably say more like to an orange. Or I could have just said apples to oranges and everybody could have understood, but uh, it, that didn't work with, comparing. with. But that didn't work with the, uh, you know, David Lynch and the, oh, not David Lynch with the William S. Cron- uh, William S. Cronenberg, William <laughs> S. Burroughs and David Cronenberg comparisons. Anyways, what I'm saying is. The movie was so dissimilar to the book. I couldn't, like, the The book made no sense whatsoever. And then the movie made f- vague sense. Like, I don't know what's happening. Is this guy uh, a Secret Service guy with Interpol? Or is he just a insect killer who kills did insects?
1: You just, did you just turn in uh, a, a piece of paper that said, what is happening?
0: No, we had to do an r- oral report on it. And uh, pretty pretty just walk I, up and say, what is happening? <laughs> I, 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 I did <laughs> have to. I, like, I had to be like, I'm lost. I barely got the movie, okay? And then I read the book thinking it would add clarity. And normally, that's the thing. In this yeah. case, though, I am completely lost. I think I still got a good grade on it. I don't know if it's really the thing that you could get a bad grade on. The teacher... Mrs. Cook liked me, though, like in, you know, in a different she was a different kind of teacher. She was one of them, the teachers that doesn't mind being different, you know, like even
1: one of the fun teachers.
0: She was. Yeah, I think I think she might have she might have had the rumor is that she had sex with uh, one of the students uh, sometime back.
1: So less fun in that regard
0: or maybe a lot of fun doesn't i mean for for the student i'm guessing it probably he he got to see what the you know teacher's lounge looks like i always wanted to see that he <laughs> might have got he might have got some coffee out of the deal or something yeah. you imagine he just he's just chilling in the teacher's lounge and you're like uh what the fuck are you doing in here and he's like oh i'm hanging out miss cook it's cool smoking a cigarette hey, <laughs> what are you doing? shirt off just chilling there just like I yeah, just got done banging her I was like oh no it's cool man I'm here miss cook it's okay man, <laughs> oh, man. um hey,
1: what are you doing pro- at the teacher's lounge oh i just i just got done fucking the history teacher
0: well no history is a boring class she was english teacher that's an exciting class
1: i do not see many ways that they are different but okay
0: well one uh is writing and it can be fiction or nonfiction and so it can be fun and then the other is just learning mistakes that people made and really not getting a good understanding of them they say he who does not know history is doomed to repeat it Mm -hmm. i agree however i don't know that that history like the history that they teach in the school book is really like they don't they don't show you the mistakes necessarily that people were making. You know they don't be like, you know Napoleon was short, so boy he, he, he kept was on...
1: average height for his time.
0: Was he? Yeah, uh,
1: I believe that the average height was five ten. He was around five eight, which is right around in that
0: ballpark. But that's that's <clears throat> okay. Right on. He, he so, because people keep getting taller, thing. is what you're saying. Now, I've heard this before when when a comedian theorized that Jesus Christ was only like four foot tall or something.
1: Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. Jesus historically was a very tiny man.
0: I've seen the pictures. I think you're wrong. That guy looks like he's at least five foot 11. Now, you've seen the paintings. I think you're wrong. The paintings were divinely inspired. Uh, so, like, God was 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 holding the hand of the artist that was doing the painting. So obviously it's better than a photograph.
1: Yeah, but you know that God probably exaggerated some bits to make him and his family look better.
0: <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> hold up. <laughs> well my family's hung better than that. Oh man, yeah. wait, wait a second. You shouldn't talk like that when we talk about Christ, huh? Shouldn't talk about the way Christ is hung. You think, you think the Caesar was like, I don't think, could you turn him to the left a little bit? I don't think he's even, that's not level. He's not, he's not hung right. That's probably bad. That's bad, Kyle. You shouldn't do that. I don't know. I think Jesus has got to have a sense of humor. Cause if not, he's going to, he's, he's, he's going to be pissed off because a lot of people are going to come back up. A lot of people that are like his people, And he's going to have to live with for all of fucking eternity, not like a week, not two weeks, just like, hey, and then you see, don't see him the next week. It's not like going on a cruise or a vacation hotel or something or tattoo convention where we just see people for the weekend and then see him again, maybe late. He's going to see these people every fucking day. And they got cross tattoos. Yeah, Imagine that
1: they just like imagine some comedian comes up to heaven, and Jesus is just sort of like staring at them the entire time they're getting introduced. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. You said some things, some things that <laughs> I did not like.
0: He, so basically, you're saying like he'd be listening to what we're saying. Not,
1: yeah, he he hears us. We right should probably
0: now. we should probably clean this up. Well, him and Santa Claus, right?
1: Yeah, but him, Santa, the God—they're all they're all listening in.
0: fucking voyeurs
1: (laughs) they're uh they're they are listeners to the podcast
0: hey don't shame their kink man don't shame their kink it's wrong (laughs) oh well good uh i glad glad they're listening i guess unless of course we get tested on it because i've done a pretty piss poor job of, of molding you into a good fine christian lad haven't i
1: oh yeah you've definitely failed based on the fact that i'm not christian
0: Well, no, it was so far, right? But Christianity is one of these journeys. So maybe I've actually, by giving you such an exposure to non-Christian things, perhaps it will serve as your testimony later in life and help other people come to Christ. Maybe. There's a chance. Well,
1: well, I don't think I'm ever going to really listen to the Bible because the Bible doesn't want me to have gay sex.
0: Well, it's on audible, so you could listen to it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. The Bible isn't so clear on the gay sex issue.
1: It says, I guess, yeah, you're right because it doesn't Christians,
0: it. Christians are pretty clear on the gay sex issue, but yeah, from what yeah. I've read about it uh, and, and from what I've read as researched by scholars and uh, gay scholars, gay christian scholars um of course they have a they they seek and seek and you shall find right so they were looking for ways that uh you know it's okay to be getting buggered in the butt and uh and so they found it big surprise much just like uh, rich people found a way to get into heaven despite it being harder than for i mean it harder than it is for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle and but rich people, but however, in the very next line, it says, However, all things are possible with God. So it is kind of like saying, Oh, no, rich people can get into heaven, and camels can go through the eye of a needle. First off, we're gonna need some really big needles, <laughs> some really, really, really big eyes of those needles that a camel can fit through. That's the obvious though, and it's kind of cheating. I know what you're saying. So maybe we'll also, as we're, I mean, rich people, right? They work on stuff. They got plenty of money, so they would probably devote some time to making some really, really small camels too. You know, yeah. Just keep breeding them down until eventually, boom! I'm into heaven.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, rich people are in heaven.
1: You're not rich. You're not getting to heaven.
0: Well, no, it's 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 hard for rich people to get into heaven. That's what
1: yeah, but now it's not because they have small camels and big needles. So now <laughs> it's the easiest thing in the world.
0: Right, right. That's what. Well, yes. Yes, that's what I was theorizing. That all things are possible with a lot of money. Yeah. You can, even rich people can get to heaven. That's why Jeff Bezos is building the spaceship, because he's just like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to go up there. I'm just going to hey, knock.
1: I, I know just that you walk don't want right in. in there, but go fuck yourself. I'm coming up.
0: Yeah, fuck yourself. I'm rich. I'm rich, bitch.
1: I have more burr, money. Burr. Than you. Your house is my house. <laughs>
0: uh uh-huh. Um. Yesterday, I talked with my friend Jay Blondell, Gentle Jay, and he explained to me that the Omicron variant is uh, being spread by the vaccinated more than it is being spread by the unvaccinated.
1: Yeah, that's because the uh, the Finnish study, right?
0: Well, there you go. I guess you know things that uh, others don't because I didn't know. So I had to look it up because yeah, and that's
1: like everyone in Finland vaccinated. So like, obviously, they'd be spreading it more.
0: Well, the vaccination doesn't have 100% efficacy or whatever. Right. So and and the people in Iceland or Finland or wherever this study was at, they were uh 90% vaccinated and several of those people actually live outside of Iceland like it's it I guess most people in Iceland don't live in Iceland if i'm understanding that right what? i guess they travel a lot people uh travel a lot and actually work on cruise ships and stuff like that uh or do like if you live in Iceland i guess you'd like to get out of Iceland i think the number one past time past pastime in iceland is suicide what yeah i think that's the thing they do like the kids get together on friday nights they're like dude it's just i'm dying to hang out this weekend (laughs) and they and they all do hey do you want
1: to have a hit of this suicide
0: (laughs) yeah i think i mean actually it, it is supposed to be one of the now i'm i'm confusing the two so, I'm just going to keep saying them as though they're the same. <laughs> yeah, are they, they're the, not the same. Finland and Iceland are different places, Finland, right? I mean,
1: Finland and Iceland are
0: the exact same place. Are they? No. Nah. Oh, okay. You're helping me. Right <laughs> yeah. Because because I, I although I am Canadian, <laughs> I was schooled in the States. So, geography outside of the States ain't my forte. Like, I can name you all 50 states and some of their capitals. <laughs> However, I cannot tell you where a place is unless we are currently bombing it. Oh. <laughs> or unless we have bombed it in my lifetime, I should say. I I, I know a, a little bit of uh, the Middle East. I certainly know Iraq. I know Afghanistan. Um, and Azerbaijan. Really... Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. No, I don't know that one.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I guess you can thank America for that.
0: Why? What did they do? What do you mean?
1: Oh, no, I'm just I'm just making a joke. Usher by, by doesn't exist. I was referencing the Sonic movie.
0: Did you watch the Sonic movie? So anyway, <laughs> did you watch it? Yeah. <clears throat> How was it? it was
1: all right it wasn't bad people hated it i enjoyed myself
0: did did you hate sonic i heard the people hated sonic
1: uh no, they hated the uh the original design which may or may not have been part of a conspiracy to get free advertising from sonic fans
0: Um, oh so you you take something they love and you alter it horribly and then they have a huge outcry about how they hate how you're altering it which actually creates free advertisement
1: yeah and then
0: you i believe they call that the the donald trump advertising style of (laughs) of movie after
1: that (laughs) you fix everything up and and then people like it and then you make your money and you get the advertising
0: uh that's the part that Donald Trump didn't do. Yeah,
1: that's that's where
0: he, <laughs> he never got around to the everybody likes it part.
1: Yeah. He never got right, around right. to fixing things.
0: Oh, I don't well, hey, we could argue that they're yeah, all fixed could, now. Yeah. The world's a better place. That's yeah, what nothing
1: we know. nothing bad happens anymore.
0: Nothing bad happens anymore. And uh racism's da- dead, so that's good. And uh and what else? um i don't know i don't want to keep kicking horses okay i do i don't mind kicking a horse
1: didn't like uh abraham lincoln go hunt down the demon responsible for racism or something like that
0: uh you mean abraham lincoln's um reincarnated zombie self yeah zombie slash cyborg i don't know he may have
1: (laughs) zombie oh god (laughs)
0: <laughs> zombie Abraham slash cyborg, doesn't it, make, <laughs> it? makes the most sense when you think about. I mean, first off, if he's reincarnated, he is a zombie of sorts, right? And yeah. then, like, but then if he's going to be able to do good, some part of him is going to have to be a computer. Yeah, maybe. Man. Maybe he's got a little bit of like a Walt Disney brain shoved inside there, so that he can do good. So he's kind of a hybrid.
1: Wasn't on, i I forget. Wasn't Walt Disney a bit anti-Semitic?
0: Only a bit. I don't know, actually. I, I mean, I've heard that. I've heard that it's that he was he was uh, bad on. But I didn't he start and and isn't isn't there. Wasn't there several Jews in the making of uh, the Snow White that was the, that were credited for the making of Snow White? I, I would search all this, but I can't. And you know what? Fuck it. If you don't know, then then I'm good to just make if you're not aware, then I'll just supplant my own reality. And yes, no, Walt Disney actually, although many people say he's anti-Semitic, he actually gave many Jews the start in their industry. Hmm. That's what I'm going to. That's that's the truth now. One hundred percent. That's what I'm going with. I I mean, you can't
1: the reason he's cryogenically frozen is so that he could outlive the Jews.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. He's gonna be all brought of the- back.
1: No more Jews.
0: So is it, he doesn't want to be reanimated until all Jews are gone?
1: Yeah, I thought is that he's the idea like reanimated like a hundred years after his death or something. Wasn't that the whole thing?
0: No, they were going to wait until technology could reanimate him, which it still cannot but when when they can make a body for him actually I, it's kind of like the chi- child's play movie like they're waiting around for the proper donor you know what i'm saying yeah like right now abigail disney is probably popping off about how all of her family's too rich meanwhile what she doesn't know is all of her family is like bitch we just had you so that we could make a body for walt yeah they're
1: gonna now that's like- her head and put his hat on
0: that's like the movie uh, Hereditary, right?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think Hereditary? What do you think of that movie? Or did, no, you haven't even watched that one yet, have you? I
1: haven't seen the full movie yet. I've seen clips.
0: This doesn't count. I know. You watched. You watched all of Midsummer, though.
1: I watched all of Midsummer. That's pretty fun. That was a pretty
0: good movie. Good flick. That's a good flick. A good flick. Uh, and what about the Godfather series? You watched that yet?
1: No, I have not.
0: Rosemary's Baby.
1: Don't that sounds familiar. I have not watched it and I'm not sure what it is.
0: Right on. It's a, it's a, it's a interesting. Uh, it was a good it wasn't a bad movie. Um, it, it's it's kind of crazy in the way it is how Hollywood is. So like Mia Farrow is the star of Rosemary's Baby. Now, this is barely nothing really to do with the storyline of the movie. It's just interesting that Mia Farrow was the star of Rosemary's Baby and the director of Rosemary's Baby was child pedophile and Hollywood icon. Um, What's his dick? The director. I'm I'm brain farting on him right now. Uh, Oh, my God. How do I not remember? Anyways, this guy. Um, was, you know, the, the share, uh, was it Sharon Tate? Not Sharon Tate. It was one of the, but the, the Tate girl that was pregnant, the Marilyn Maryland Mansons, man, I'm way all over the board here.
1: <laughs> uh, you are not making any amount of sense right now.
0: Charles Manson. You're familiar with Charles Manson.
1: Yes. I know Charles Manson.
0: He ordered his druggies to go and and kill, somebody in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Um, And then to make it look like it was he wanted it to look like black people did it so he could spark off a race war. Uh, The the, one of the people he killed was pregnant. She was pregnant with a director's baby. (laughs) The director is uh, a child pedophile who was honored uh, like, I don't know, 10 years ago by Hollywood for a lifetime achievement award. He, to escape um, some of the charges, he went to France where they don't have extradition for child porn or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, And and continued his life.
1: He's not coming back to America because then he's going to get arrested immediately, right?
0: Well, I don't know about arrested immediately because I'm pretty sure they honored him at this Lifetime Achievement Award. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Now, all of this show up. I don't know. All of this might be uh, just some like, you know, me. I might have made all of this up. What I do know, though, is that he was the director of Mia Farrell in this movie that she starred in. And he was a pederast. She ended up marrying Woody Allen. Oh, Woody Allen, who is also a famed pederast. Now, Woody Allen then, and Mia Farrow adopted a child, uh, a Chinese child, I believe, could be Japanese. And uh, and then when she was like 15 or 16 or 18, maybe, they were like, uh, hey, by the way, mom, um, me and dad are, are like banging. And oh. we'd rather not have you around anymore. Now, I don't know if it's to his credit or not. I believe Woody Allen is still with that girl. So maybe, I mean, at least he's not. I don't know, actually. I know the brain's weird, and if you're in screwing kids. Yeah, and Hollywood seems to be a little bit screwy sometimes. So, but now here's the fun of it. Mia Farrow has a child, right? Uh Uh-huh. And he goes on to become a famed reporter. Uh Uh-huh. Exposing the crimes of Epstein. Uh-huh. Actually, I don't know that. I think I, I'm. I'm really just making that last part up. I think he did. Uh, he actually did a bunch of stuff on on the Trump when he was in and stuff. And uh, Rowan, Ronan Farrow. A lot of people don't care for the kid because he's he. Uh, it seems like he writes for some really left wing um, magazines or publications, and his stuff. You know makes the left excited.
1: Yeah, he was uh, so. he was a Marxist or something. I don't know.
0: Was he? Is he?
1: Nah, I have no idea. I'm just making shit up. When I hear left, I think Karl Marx.
0: <laughs> oh, right on. The first I think ever. and when I hear when I hear of Karl Marx for some reason, I think of Charlie Chapslin. Chap, Chapslin. Chaplin. Well, Chap Chaplin. Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin.
1: I know why that happens. You see, uh Karl Marx invented communism. Communism, Soviet Union, Soviet Union, Germany, Nazi Germany, Nazi Germany, Hitler. Hitler looks exactly like Charlie Chaplin without his hat.
0: Okay. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was good. It wasn't the Charlie Chap was the Chaplin the Chaplin brothers? I thought they were called the Marx brothers. What? You know how um how this is really hobbling me, not being able to Google any of this stuff. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Charles, Charles uh, I might, does look a lot like hitler
0: and that's only in the he, mustache area
1: and the hairstyle he also had the hairstyle but he also wore a hat on top of it
0: and sometimes they walk the same sometimes um hitler however well known not as good a stand-up comedian it's yeah. just <laughs> You know, you think if Hitler was a better stand-up comedian, maybe we would have never suffered the Holocaust. You
1: know, I listened to some of his stand-up, honestly, bit behind the times, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it hasn't aged well.
0: <laughs> it hasn't aged well, huh? The audience most, most...
1: like it, but, like, I couldn't really get into it.
0: Right. It must be, just like you said, a timepiece kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I wonder what he got up to after that.
0: A death? Do you <laughs> think that Hitler will be in heaven?
1: No, I do not.
0: Why would Hitler not be in heaven?
1: Well, unless he got forgiveness for his sins. I... Well, yeah. But aren't like the seven deadly sins unforgivable or some shit like that?
0: I don't believe there's any sin that's unforgivable. I, I, feel I think, like I think there be might else. be one, in it, but it's, it's probably going to be something like you don't take God's name in vain or something or... Right, don't say yeah, that yeah, he isn't the
1: guy. You can't put pineapples on pizza.
0: Dude, you're so wrong about that.
1: <laughs> no, you're so wrong, and you're not getting into heaven.
0: Because I I'm not showing up with a pizza. How are they gonna know? I'm not gonna be like ding dong it's fucking dominoes. And they're <laughs> like, oh shit, you got you got pineapple on this pizza? What the fuck? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Oh my god, go to hell with that shit. <laughs> Straight down This motherfucker shows up I look at the pizza It's got, it's got bacon, that's okay We ain't got no problem with bacon There's fucking pineapples on this shit oh. One way ticket to Lucifer Street Yeah, no uh, I, I think um, if If everything's forgivable I like to imagine that Hitler Heard the bomb coming down And that he was He was, you know He was going to kill himself. He knew that. But what if he gave a little prayer? Like right then. I'm going to do a Hail Mary guaranteed. I'll be on my deathbed. And uh, and you'll be like, Dad, are you feeling all right? And I'll be like, nope, I'm not. Let me give me just a second. And I'll be like, hey, God, about all that bad shit. I'm sorry. Cool. We cool. All right. Cool. See you in a minute. And then, and then poof. Maybe I'll get a little little quick sinning in right before I go. I'll be like, "Hey, everybody, leave the room. I'm gonna jerk off."
1: <laughs> You're gonna bust one. Do you think? Do you think to make fun of Satan, God, and Jesus? Call him loser
0: <laughs> Oh, Lucifer's down there, fucking hanging out in the hot tub. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. I guess they would. I would. Yeah. I don't know. There's they should be better than that though, shouldn't they? They're supposed to love their enemies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Really. So,
0: so they love they love Satan. I don't know. It's a weird it's it's a weird it's a weird startup to any kind of thing where it's like you gotta love everybody. Except for sin, you gotta hate sin. And yeah. then of course there's people that sin. So you hate gotta love them, not. but you can hate them, but you can hate what they do. And a lot of times what they do will be what they define themselves by. And so, yeah, you can hate them.
1: Once they define themselves as the sin, there's no way to not hate the sinner.
0: Yeah. Well, in my studies of uh, the the Bible, there are there are like three to seven times. I'm, I just know it's an odd number. I don't know. And it's probably not five. So I'm just going with three to seven three to seven times that they mention homosexuality in the Bible. And each one of those times that they mention sexuality, they, um, you know, this is an interpretation from an original text and no word existed for homosexuality. There was no, there was no, like that guy's a homo, you know,
1: they don't really say, uh, they don't refer to it as a word in many of the translations until like May. Much later translations, a lot of them are referring to uh, not homosexuals, but specifically men that have sex with men, not homosexuals.
0: Yes. Well, especially when Peter talks about them. And when Peter is talking, he's he's actually he lists three things of each time when he's like, these three things won't be in heaven. These three things won't be in heaven. These three things won't be in heaven. And all those three things are related. But when it gets to the homosexuality, um, those three things aren't so related. He seems to imply that the man betters will not be in heaven. And those who provide the boys for the men betters to bed, those men who provide those boys, they will not be in heaven. And then also those boys who get used in sex trafficking, they will not be in heaven, which is the third one. You're like, I like, they probably, did they have a lot of choices? My, my biggest
1: that seems with, to be with a condemnation of pedophilia though or sex trafficking
0: yes and sex trafficked people which is the part that you're like shouldn't we be like i feel like they didn't have as much choice but maybe they did maybe they were like no nah, this is what i was about man it's all i ever wanted to do
1: all i ever wanted was to get kidnapped and sold <laughs> into sexual slavery
0: i i mean i don't know i'm just guessing cuz he he says they won't be in heaven um and, and then some other people that you know make duck calls and stuff. They decided that that meant that uh, that gay people wouldn't be in heaven. Hmm. I, I don't know that it stands to reason. Other times when they talk about gay people, they say that these people threw off their normal intentions or, or their their or, uh, their their normal ways, and then they they men laid with man and woman laid with woman after experiencing this uh, satanic revolution or something. I don't know. However what they say is that they gave up their natural ways and man I've met some gay people the if I saw them with uh you know not another dude it would seem really unnatural you'd be like wait a second dude you're gay as shit <laughs> you know like like how do you not like you know like that would be unnatural and if if the idea is that you don't do what's natural then and that is the sin, then being gay is not the sin. It's not doing what is in your nature. And I've seen loving gay relationships last and love is God's greatest gift. So in any case where I see love, I got to imagine that God is present. If, if God is love and these two men love each other, then I don't know how they could love each other and not have god somewhere inside of it you know what i mean only, only, yeah only ipso facto if god is love and then these guys love each other and i can say no i can tell you they love each other. you know sailor and jason they love each other like the cutest gay couple i've ever seen are they i think they are actually i, I like them a lot
1: though.
0: you don't know them you've met I don't them i think so you've met them they're 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 uh i remember we came back from minneapolis and i was explaining how jason was downstairs trying to get me to squeeze his butt oh yeah and I, I was like no no gay boy i know how that one goes that first you used to be like oh check out my butt here grab it i oh, know and he like grabbed a bit of it and was explaining how spaghetti helps him get an ass or something i don't know <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah, and then I was like, I know how that goes. And the next year, like, oh, and then touch the penis too, because you'll see how that's like, no. once It's, it's a slippery slope. It's all mm-hmm. slippery because of the analies on <laughs> <Yeah>. that slope. <laughs> you it's can't slippery, get it because there's a lot of lube involved. <laughs> it's slippery because there's a lot of lube. Yeah, they're at hand. Yeah, gotta have a lot of lube. Um, I had a point about a thing that I was going to say. And it was important. It wasn't Uh, important, obviously. If if
1: it wasn't important, you would have forgotten it.
0: If it wasn't important, I would have forgotten or I wouldn't have forgotten it.
1: If it was important, you wouldn't have forgotten it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. television
1: sitcom Friends taught me that. And if there's anything I know about Friends, they always know everything.
0: Do you, you really, have you watched, you watch Friends?
1: I have watched a few episodes. Um, when you remove the laugh tracks in your head,
0: uh-huh. you that
1: the show is garbage and there's <laughs> well, yeah. quality.
0: Make sure you're speaking into your microphone. Sounds like you're turning into a robot on me again. Um, I, I don't believe I have ever watched an episode of Friends from start to finish.
1: Well, good Anya.
0: <laughs> good Anya yeah. sounds like an Italian dish.
1: Yeah, it sounds like really good lasagna.
0: Yeah, some good, good, good Anya, good, good, good lasagna. Yes, it does. You know, uh, we might be at the end of this because I, I'm running out of things. I like have to said, say. Do you have I things that you say? say?
1: Honest, then going off of what you're saying.
0: <laughs> right on. Well I, I appreciate You helping me figure out the technical Problems here too and wasn't there Like this was somewhat your idea You wanted to be on this Podcast am I wrong
1: Yeah I, I really want to be like Part of the first I want to be one Of the first people to jump on the bandwagon Of being a guest on Kyle Dunbar's podcast
0: Well you kind of skipped the line Because of my technical difficulties you're kind of The first Although you're actually the second, but you'll be the first posted ah. because the f- the first one had pretty glaring technical problems. Well, it was good too. Me and me and General J, man, we we talked for three hours. We went from everything. We, we did Ink Master. We did politics. We did the vaccine, which is also seems to be politics. Um, yeah we did we did a we went all over the place with it and i'm really sad that we uh have to do it again i'm not sad we got to do it again i'm sad that we miss all the gold that we had before hopefully
1: all your talking points eventually you'll get it back
0: well it seems like that's going to make it very not genuine you know and very mechanical very weird not right you know like I'm supposed to act with surprise when he tells me a story about how he was, you know, um, he, he was, there was a girl named Bonnie Rotten. She's a porn star and he had a, a, a tattoo her? shop. Uh, was that? Yeah. He had a yeah. tattoo shop with her as the partner. And uh, that's an interesting combination. So I was, in, I, you know, I'm interested to find out how that went, but I already found out how it went. So now when I ask him to retell the story, Do I act surprised with wonderment? Like, no, you don't say all over the place or just on the face. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you're following me like I don't I don't know. Um, Hey, let's do a little. uh, Does that I, I don't think I've started with this. I should explain that a long time ago before you were even an idea actually the time that you became an idea in my mind i was watching a david letterman interview of john malkovich john malkovich being the star of movies such as being john malkovich ah. are you familiar with the movie being john malkovich
1: no but i am familiar with the name john malkovich
0: well, John Malkovich is an interesting character. And I think he might've been even talking about the role that he played in being John Malkovich, a film written by Charlie Kaufman. And he didn't know if John Malkovich would be in it. Oh. It's pretty awesome. You think he's like, Hey, let's make this movie called being John Malkovich. And then like, let's hope that he uh, doesn't mind being in it. But, it was a great movie. Uh, Char- hats off to Charlie Kaufman. That guy can write a screenplay like nobody else. I really enjoy his movies. I believe he also did Magnolia. Um, just great, great layers upon layers of, of, uh, of just insanity sometimes. At any rate, irregardless of Charlie Kaufman, while he was uh, doing the David Letterman show, he was, he was about to be a father. And he said, uh, David said, well, you got any hopes or aspirations for your kid? You know, and John Malkovich is kind of effeminate. And so he's mm-hmm. and, and very um, dignified kind of kind of chin up kind of character. And he says, well, of course, we hope that he is possibly involved with the theater, an artist, or hopefully at the very least a homosexual.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah those are about the same thing really when you think about it well that's i don't know that that it, he didn't mean it any derogatory way you know he was uh he was but it did take the audience and that was a time when you know that wanting your child to be a homosexual is not like a thing that you would do you know so it was interesting and so at that point though I was I, w- I, I was like, yeah, that's the kind of kid I want. I want a kid that's going to be different.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's so why that's why I'm by.
0: Well, I don't know if I controlled your sexuality like that. I certainly didn't want to control your sexuality in any way. I just wanted somebody that was not the same. I was excited to hear that somebody else like that would be a father would be excited about having a child it was not like everybody else so i gave you the most normal name possible and then tried to give you the most abnormal upbringing
1: dad you gave me the fifth gayest name in the world
0: david is a gay name yeah really yeah so you're saying the name has more to do with your sexuality than than any of the uh, i mean the, I, I'm the sure lack of a part f- in it than any of the lack of a filter that i put on your tablet
1: well yeah that too that definitely did more than the name but the name was (laughs) definitely a part of it
0: so you think i could have straightened joe if i just would have uh put some parental advisory stuff on there
1: if you named me chuck odds are i would be a straight
0: man um i don't know because what we know about Chuck from the Kill Bill movies is, oh, wait, no, he was he was straight, wasn't he, yep. he was just raping uh, that the, the the comatose girl. He was just like a Bill Cosby kind. Yeah, not what I was going for. So good. I'm glad we didn't. End up, I'm glad we didn't end yeah. up with one of those, you know. Well, I was getting the Percocet so the girl would go to sleep so I could have sex with her. Duh. Why are you asking me these crazy questions, Mr. DA? I'm not the one on trial here. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bill Cosby's case. Oh yeah, he is, I know all about it. He, he is he was
1: if the dick don't fit, you must acquit something like that, right?
0: I think that's what it I think that's what it yeah. boiled down to in the courtroom. And, yeah. then, and then he must be. I, I mean, he must be hung, huh? He, it didn't fit. Yeah. That don't make sense then. What I know about vaginas is uh, they fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know about vaginas. They fit. They they, uh, they, they have an amazing capacity. And I oh. could leave it at that. Period. That
1: reminds me of a fun fact. Um, did you know that the average watermelon, all right? i uh, um it's I don't like
0: where this is going already no.
1: usually, I believe that when you put it lengthwise, it's around uh like five to six or seven inches across, uh like well, that's the circumference, basically, and the okay. humanus, Once you mean, you
0: mm-hmm. once
1: you fully matured your anus can stretch up to eight inches without permanent damage so you can fit an entire watermelon up your ass if you do it right
0: yeah but like there's a lot better ways to sneak food into a movie theater yeah <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest if you pulled that out in a movie theater hey kyle you want, want some watermelon no no <laughs> No nah, man, I'm gonna go get some popcorn, <laughs> nah, but it's so expensive. Honestly,
1: yeah, I'd be so impressed. I'd feel
0: bad if I didn't do it. Just if you didn't, didn't turn do it. it. Do, if you turned it down, no. Don't listen. <laughs> Come on, no, no, <laughs> no. Don't don't be two things not to do. Don't butt chug alcohol.
1: Nah, nah.
0: <laughs> and don't sneak watermelons <laughs> into a movie theater, or don't eat watermelons out of an ass. That's no, don't, like, no, no. One you cut goes the tomorrow.
1: You, like a you cut out a piece from the middle of it. You know, then you
0: don't get any <laughs> ass on. it <laughs> I don't. I mean, there's a the rind's there. Layer, you know, well, you <laughs> got to wear gloves as you. Uh, if you cut off, you know, the rind, you're we're fine. thinking, we're thinking way, way too deep <laughs> into this, and even, even that reference of deep into this was probably ill thought, they ill, yeah. ill heard. It doesn't need to be said. It we should have probably stopped 20 minutes ago that's what i know
1: we should have never done this
0: well i wanted to get though to your 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 life like you came into the world traveling with uh traveling tattoo artists like you were 1 years old when you took your first step and you were in hollywood california
1: mm-hmm. yeah um i i know that there is only one USA state that I enjoy being in that would be <laughs> Michigan.
0: Um, okay you, you not- enjoyed Florida, you enjoyed California. Uh, you enjoyed even Mount Rushmore I think you enjoyed more than me.
1: Yeah I, I used to be a very dumb kid who enjoyed things but oh, nowadays God. when I look when I look back now you're, movies, mm. I realize, no, yeah, that wasn't that fun. No. Nah.
0: Now, now you're sounding like a 15 year old. That's that's more like a 15 year old. Yeah, I, I used to be silly and I enjoyed things. Now I'm <laughs> smart and everything sucks.
1: Yeah, I remember the days <laughs> when I when I was happy.
0: Well, isn't it smarter to be happy? Well,
1: I mean, ignorance is blue, Though <laughs> so actually, it's it's dumb to be happy or it's very when you're dumb you're very happy
0: (laughs) Uh uh-huh well i have heard that if ignorance is bliss then that must mean that uh being informed or being aware if you will uh must be the opposite of bliss so it must be depressing right yeah yeah, so I guess you're right. It's smarter to be uninformed.
1: It's sad to know that I can never buy another Jeepers Creepers DVD.
0: Yeah, why was that? Didn't you say the uh, the director for Jeepers Creepers got some... He was a child pa- pedophile or something, too? Oh,
1: yep. Uh, he, uh, he filmed himself raping a nine-year-old actor. What the fuck?
0: Who <laughs> does such a thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never I never understand I, the filming <laughs> it. I've never been into filming my own like um i don't know like if you film your own sex like not I, you got to you got to know your lighting you know <laughs> you got to know your camera angles you got to know your filters sometimes you're going to want a yellow filter sometimes you're going to want a blue filter it's going to depend on the lighting of the, like there's so much to do i just couldn't and me i'm too uh like, like I I'm too aware of all those pieces, you know? So I think it just, it couldn't, it just doesn't, I couldn't. So I, I couldn't imagine filming something horrendous. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm done even thinking about it. It's I've, I've thought too far about the horrendousness of that. It just seems, but if it's, if you know, something's a crime, probably don't film it. That's a, it's always amazing to me when somebody will be like filming themselves on a a TikTok or a Facebook and they're doing a criminal act and for a director to do something so similar and film it, I don't even, I, I, I want to ask questions now. And now I don't. And I also, (laughs) but so instead what I'll just do is I'll say, Jeepers creepers. I never cared for it, to be honest. Uh, Dang,
1: I know for a fact that you did enjoy some Jeepers Creepers. Uh, No,
0: I almost, thought it was weird. I thought the motives of the of the kids, I was like, because I was in a movie or a horror movie. You're like, hey, don't go in there. L- look, look, at, don't go in there. You see how it's not lit? Well, don't go in there. That, doesn't it just seem like, can't you hear the music? It's too yeah, suspenseful. Yeah, they're saying don't Jeepers walk through Creepers, the door. Where
1: do you get those peepers? Why are you going down there? That's the yeah. most horrifying
0: song ever. Mm, yeah, well, it may be in the movie it was. But they made, like, Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2, didn't they?
1: They made five Jeepers Creepers
0: movies. Oh, my shit. Yeah. All from the same guy?
1: Same guy directed every single one of them.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, that is worse than like for me. Judas Priest. You're probably not even familiar with them, but they have a the lead singer is Rob Halford, and uh, back in the day, nobody knew that he was a homosexual, even though he was hell bent for leather, which is literally one of their songs. Um. <laughs> uh, but when we found out that he was a homosexual. Suddenly, all of his music took on a different connotation. So I can understand how Jeepers Creepers would be ruined by your understanding of of his extracurricular activity there, because uh, Turbo Lover <laughs> took on a whole new. You are like, "Oh man, I don't want to listen to that." No more. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> he still he served like six months of his sentence. Um, no, yeah, he got like a year. Uh, sentence and he served six months
0: i i don't like i want now i want to google to make sure that justice yeah. has been and served but at the still- same time i don't want to know about it anymore or put any more energy for my life into it it, it, it should affect me not.
1: yeah when you buy jeepers creepers dvds you are giving a pedophile money literally because he still makes all the money off of those
0: well, not all of it, but yeah, I follow you. And, and let's, let's, let's get off of Jeepers Creepers. That sounds like a bad bad wrestling joke. Anytime somebody was in, in the wrestling practice, if anybody was talking about mothers, like sometimes, you know, you'd be like, whatever, your mom's the old, kind of shit. You know, you would joking around. And if the coach overheard you, he would say, hey, 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 let's get off of mothers. I got off on yours. In, uh,
1: in pro wrestling... Uh, Dude, you don't that was a joke. It was hilarious. You ain't laughing
0: laugh. over here. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe yeah, it wasn't it's funny.
1: Fine. All right. Um,
0: but in, in pro wrestling, yes.
1: I really like when in pro wrestling a wrestler will just say the most gay shit ever and then backtrack, like, whoa, wait, 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 no, 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 no. I, I miss broke.
0: Because
1: it's <laughs> he, hilarious. Um, I remember who's the guy who owned WWE for like
0: forever. He still does. Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, Vince McMahon. I'm pretty sure that he did a few uh, arguments with some of the wrestlers on stage or in the ring.
0: (laughs) This sounded pretty gay.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was pretty funny. There's this one. I forget who he was talking to, but they were somehow. I don't know how the conversation got to this point. I just saw a clip, but he was like, the wrestler was like, you don't like roosters. I love roosters. You don't like cock. I love cock. Cu- and then he stops at the cut and just stands there. <laughs>
0: now, <laughs> it was,
1: and you can see he was about to finish the word because his mouth is still open. He's about to say, he's about to do the final syllable.
0: Right. It's, I get you.
1: <laughs> it's he's worth saying, looking up. audience is going crazy.
0: Yes, 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 because they hated Vince McMahon. He was the best bad guy of them all because he was a true bad guy.
1: Yeah, he was a straight-up villain. Didn't, Actually, didn't
0: like a- you know I tattoo somebody that works for him. Really? Yeah, that guy that I tattooed, Jimmy Smith, who used to work for uh, Bellator MMA and then UFC commentating, he is now commentating for WWE Monday Night Raw. Damn. So actually, I I just texted him not too long ago because he texted me because he was coming into Detroit. And he wants to finish up his his rib piece, and uh, we had talked about when he came to Detroit that I was going to do that, but I had COVID, yeah. so uh, we didn't we didn't uh, go to the wrestling thing and and uh, you know I didn't get to tattoo him. I hope to <laughs> tattoo him again soon. But so he works for you know the biggest villain of all time. The yeah. biggest wrestling villain of all time, Mr. Vince McMahon.
1: Then he um he bought like that one really cool wrestling thing and just destroyed it. What was it? Uh,
0: what WCW?
1: The one with the barbed wire. Uh,
0: oh e- yeah, ECW. That's actually here's yeah. the history of the WWE, and it's it's almost for someone like myself who's lived through it. People like me, we know it wasn't the WWE. They go back and they try to change history with and create some weird mandala effect because they say, yeah, Hulk Hogan was the biggest superstar in the WWE. And you're like, Hulk Hogan, was he ever in the WWE? No, Hulk Hogan was in the WWF World Wrestling Federation. And then he jumped, uh, jumped ship and he went to work for WCW. And at the same time, ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling, was coming up. And I believe Vince McMahon bought ECW, assimilated it, and then got rid of it and called it WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Is that what it stands for?
1: Uh, I think that's what it is. Yeah, w, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. That's what it is.
0: Well, so that's the brief history of, of Vince McMahon trying to change the history of Vince McMahon
1: and let's just talk about the wwe logo because nowadays wwf it's gone it it doesn't exist anymore they had a much better logo
0: oh dude it was awesome i loved that logo
1: wwe it's the w and w from the wwf logo but there's it doesn't connect to the e in any way the e's just there wwf the f comes up off of the w and branches off and it looks awesome
0: uh i thought so now here's a, a a little fun fact or i don't know if it's a fact actually possible reason for changing the WWF to the wwe in history too. one is for branding to make sure your brand has more you know um longevity by showing how long it's been around already to say it should always be you know it's so it's been around so long you should never get rid of it but the other is possibly they had to get rid of it or did want to get rid of it because of the world wildlife foundation
1: yeah, which that is, is that's the same
0: acronym so yeah which is wwf so now possibly when you search wwf you find that or maybe we live in some weird mandala effect and someone's going to be like, Kyle, it's always been the WWE. What fucking parallel dimension are you from?
1: Yeah. What What's WWF, man? What you mean, though? The World Wild Federation? There's no such thing as a World Wrestling Federation.
0: You know, I met uh, Jimmy, <laughs> the mouth of the South. Hart.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't care. I had a chance to meet Hulk Hogan. Oh, but I didn't give a fuck about Hulk Hogan because I was kind of surprised by the time. No, because, I mean, he used to be the best good guy. And there was when I was like 10, 13, he was probably one of my favorite wrestlers. But honestly, to watch him wrestle, he was boring, in my opinion. He wasn't I mean, he wasn't that talented. He always did the same fucking. Oh, you can't beat me up now. And then he would do the same fucking throw you in the ropes. Giant always, leg drop. He would He'd always fucking... give you
1: an attitude adjustment even when you didn't need one.
0: Well, he would do the leg drop, and it just seemed like that was such a lame finishing move. The people's elbow, at least it got that hype, you know? The people's elbow was stupid too. But the mandible claw was possibly the stupidest ever, and I like it the most. So I guess there's that. Actually, no. Let me take that back. It's second. My very favorite will be Bob Backlund and his when... crossface chicken wing. What? The crossface chicken wing, which is a real wrestling move, kind of. And one time I got in a fight with a kid. Long story, uh, and I'm going to go into it now. So my brother uh, was your uncle, <laughs> still is, and uh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he's he gets in trouble occasionally. Did you know that?
1: Uh, yeah, that that's surprising, you know?
0: Yes, isn't it? Um well when knew. he was when he was younger, he got in even more trouble. So oh, now you're really freaking my brain. When uh I was sixteen years old. They came to the school and they picked him up. They put him in the back of a police car. And I didn't see him again until uh, I went to visit him in prison. And that was a weird day for me, honestly. Uh, I, it might have helped me not go to prison. I did go to jail. But I think it helped me not go to prison, possibly, because of the trauma involved with that. And, and it, well, that's aside from the point. At any rate, Nathan, um, Nathan got in trouble. And so before he went to prison, uh, there was this, you know, I got to go further back. I'm sorry. Long time ago when I came from Beecher and I came over here to Kersley, I came from the the hood, right? We were, we used to go to school in the hood and then we came to the school that was where all the rich white or the the middle-class white kids were. But to us, they were rich, like, and there, we didn't have, there was no more black. There was like three black people in the school. I like, I like went from a school where it was like even distribution of 50, 50 white and black kids. And then went to a new school and it was like, where are all your black kids? Like, I don't see no, like what's up with that. <laughs> like, but, um, in that school, uh, there was a girl named Michelle Hergenrider. Mm-hmm. man. I probably shouldn't say the name too late and there was a friend of mine yeah, mike she, nast she didn't sign up for this you need to get a contract signed with her real quick i don't think so uh you'll it, never get back to her if it does who cares so one day i had a bit of gum in my mouth and i wanted to spit it out but inside of armstrong middle school there was no trash close enough to get to and i'm just being a young kid fret, uh was it I was sixth grade, which was the beginning of, of that. So I took my gum. I just stuck it in the vent of a locker, just any random locker I was walking past. A friend of mine that I was with recognized whose locker it was. And uh, he said, hey, that's this, this girl's locker. You know, I already said her name. This is this girl. And, uh, and I was like, so? And then when she opened up her locker, he happened to have a locker next to her. The gum fell out and she became horrified and pissed. Here's the thing about Michelle. Uh, He's insane. No, all the wrestlers wanted to fuck her. Nah. Okay. So <laughs> one of the wrestlers that wanted to, f- to fuck her was really good at wrestling. And he was in eighth grade. So I was in sixth grade. He was in eighth grade. He was about to go to high school. I was the fresh meat of this school, right? Like, uh, don't stand a chance against this wrestling kid. She, Mike Nass turned me in and he was like, dude, fucking my friend did that. Kyle, well, he didn't call him my friend. He was like, Kyle did that. And she was like, well, I'm going to fuck with Kyle forever now. And it was horrific because you can't punch a girl. But she would use that to her advantage every day. And she would have these wrestlers come by and threaten me at all times. For a good portion of that year, I hid during lunchtime in the uh, library because yeah. because I was like, if I went outside, she would follow me around with an entourage of kids. The only popular girls can get. And she would always be in my way. Like if I tried to walk a straight line to the door, she would stand there like what you do. You put me out of the way. I would have to walk around her occasionally one time. That was when I actually stopped going outside because this was happening every day for weeks. And one time I pushed her out of my way because I was just done. I just like put my hand out and kind of moved to the side. Right. I didn't like push her. I was just like, I'm not stepping around you anymore. And that was it. That's when this wrestler kid came to my classroom. And uh, one of the other guys was pointing me out to him was like, no, that's him there, that fucking little douchebag there. And then he was, like, making the fist pound in his hand thing and, like, eyeing me up. Now, I never saw the guy again. Never saw him again. I became friends with his, his younger brother later on in life. And uh, we actually traveled in some of the same circles. But I think he probably forgot about this. He certainly did the night that I saw him again. And I was, what, 19 years old. We're all drinking at a friend's house. And then he came out and he was he was getting drunk and he started to tell me things about my brother. My brother was a sore topic for me. And I haven't forgotten that this is the motherfucker that made me hide out for like six months in the library. You know what I mean? This is the kid that I ducked from. He don't know who I am. But when he found out that I was Nathan's younger brother, he was in the same you know, class with my brother. So he was like, let me tell you about your brother. And then he started to say some shit that I was like, dude, you don't know my brother. Like you think you do. And I need you to stop talking about it uh, before we end up fighting about this shit, you know? And uh, he didn't. And so we ended up fighting and my friend Jason Young was there. And Jason was a, was a wrestling fan. As was I toy Sco- I, sh- I shouldn't say the names. So um, at any rate, this, this guy that was a wrestler now I had wrestled after some time too. So I knew what I was doing and uh, this guy tried to pick a fight with me and I laced him up, man. I, I, I broke his nose with a cross faced chicken wing and while I was doing it, the best part was Jason was off yelling at the side. Whoa, Bob Backlund, cross face chicken wing, cross face chicken wing. <laughs> and uh, that's my cross face chicken wing story. So that became my favorite move ever because <clears throat> it's a legit move. Like if you chicken wing somebody, a double chicken wing, you know, you got both, you got your arm somehow between both their arms where their arms are stuck behind their back. So that's a chicken wing. Right. A single chicken wing is where I lace up your one arm and keep it be- cut, uh, keep it tucked behind your back while pulling your face with my forearm. Right. So that's the cross face, which is a legal wrestling move. And if you do it right, you can break somebody's nose. And uh, I, I broke that kid's nose that night. Damn, It was a nice it was a nice end to this horrific time for me of uh, being traumatized by this this figure that was so big in my life. Because when I was six in sixth grade, he was in eighth grade, had a had like three years on me, although it shouldn't be three years. Maybe it was just two. But at that time in your life, at sixth grade to eighth grade, lots of difference in the in the you know physicality. And that kid could have beat me up so badly, you know. The funny part, too, is that uh, so this girl, she moved away and in moving away, she lost all of her credibility when she came back to school in the in the eighth grade. Now I was running the well I was an eighth grader. Nobody's fucking with me. So even she, although she might have recognized me and be like, yeah, fuck that kid. She had nobody that would would fuck that kid. She had nobody that would fuck with me anymore. So it was it was this weird kind of thing how you saw how power works, you know, when she had all that pussy power that she could manipulate brains, she um she could and then when she lost it and wasn't so cute no more I don't know. It goes away. When you have power, you should not uh mistreat it because there will be a time when you are old and in a wheelchair. Yeah. That was a long story, wasn't
1: it? very long story.
0: What what did you get out of it?
1: There is some girl named Jenny who really didn't like you.
0: Well, actually, the name wasn't Jenny, so good. You already forgot. But no, the, what you get out of it is is don't push people in wheelchairs over. Because one day you're going to be in a wheelchair.
1: Yeah.
0: Or something like
1: that. Unless... I die before I'm in a wheelchair.
0: But the, the thought's still the same. One day you may be in a wheelchair. What do they say? There but for the grace of God go I. And it's supposed to give you the idea of humility. Instead of looking at somebody that is, you know, horrifically disfigured or has a handicap and, uh, and ridicule them or think that you're better than them, you should think if it wasn't for the grace of God then I would be in their situation. Or if you don't believe in the God, you know, you say, if it wasn't for this extreme luck that I have to have all my fingers and toes, you know, then I would be that guy. And that should inspire you not to be a dick, right? Yeah. How is it that you're, cause you're not a dick. You're a really good kid. How is it that I have that you have me as a parent and, and I have done nothing In some regards, as far as shielding you from the world. Well, you see, how is
1: it you're such a good kid? You're a dick, and I like spiting you. So I have become a good person out of
0: spite, (laughs) out of out of the desire and need to not become like you. Do you know (laughs) why you like to spite me? Because I do. Do you know why? No. It was a mistake I made very young on in your, uh, in, in your growing, in your development, when you're a young child, you were crying and I could not get you to stop. And so I took one of your toys and I lifted it over my head and you saw it over my head and you were still crying. And then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to regret this. I already know it. I'm going to regret this, but I dropped it straight on my head. And then I (laughs) acted like it hurt a lot and you stopped crying (laughs) And the curl of your face kind of curled up in a small little smile. And then suddenly you just bust out laughing. It was so hilarious to you. And I was like, okay. And then, then you kind of stopped and you're like, you got to do it again. And I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do it again. Cause I think I'm definitely going to start something then. And you're like, no, I'm going to start mine, man. If you don't, if you don't drop that ball on your head again. And then it started. And then uh, I, I reinforced it. Do you remember the big yoga ball that we used to have? Oh, yeah. And you used to try to roll up the stairs and I'd knock it down. It was your funnest game. You would not let me leave the house without playing that game. And then when I would be like, no, I got to go to work, bro, you'd be like, no, you got to throw the ball up. It's you haven't. <laughs> I would throw the ball up the hill. You, are you familiar with the story of Sisyphus and, and yeah. Dante's rings? Very Sisyphus much like Sisyphus.
1: With Dante, actually. What's that? Sisyphus had nothing to do with Dante.
0: Oh, he wasn't in the Seven Rings of Hell.
1: No, Sisyphus was uh, Greek.
0: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so, but you're familiar with the story of Sisyphus, no matter where it comes from. Sisyphus, you're, and you're absolutely right, too. Sure. This is something that I should know. I can't believe that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I mean, it. You know, you've met me before, right? Little bit of yeah. an idiot. Smoked a lot of my brain away. You know, I've another thing you don't times- do. How is it that I, I have done that? I do these, and you don't. You don't do drugs, but they're well, like you could pick up a roach at any time and start smoking it. They're all over the house. You yeah. never have.
1: I think it's because the smell of weed has always just smelled bad to me. I hate it.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I should say you've never been high except for that one time. That I, you ate-
1: I ate a lot of edibles. Yeah. <laughs> What you Sorry. put them in the fucking vitamin container?
0: Well, when when we were traveling, it's a lot better to have them in a vitamin container, so that if we get pulled over, the cops don't say, "What are all these weed looking gummies?" And We're like, "Oh no, there are vitamins. There we'll are put
1: them in gummy a bag vitamins.
0: in the vitamin container." <laughs> well, we didn't we didn't tell you you could have any. Okay, we probably should have. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I am <laughs> a
1: multivitamin. Themed, all right yeah
0: that's actually were they multivitamin or were they that, that they I were like the five they were the fiber ones weren't they uh the fiber gummies yeah i've i'd fucking eat like six fiber gummies a day oh that's gonna you're gonna be on the you're gonna be on the shitter bro <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it fucked my it fucked up my digestive system but yeah
0: well, a little bit. Of, I understand that you're uh, you, you're fighting for the pink team a little bit there. So, just a heads up, man. Some of this future, this future, you you, you might not uh, you might want to not have the gummies occasionally. Yeah, I, I've switched,
1: not, I, I no longer uh, I no longer do the fiber gummies anymore.
0: Right on, right on. I, I guess I shouldn't be giving you. Um,
1: I went to rehab, you know.
0: Right to, what, after the fi- after the. Uh, the, the trip that you did,
1: no, I went to rehab for the fiber gummies.
0: Did you? Were you aware that Grandma um had some uh, Ross Simpson oil, Mike Simpson oil, John uh, Simpson yeah,
1: oil, Rick Simpson a little rat turd of it, and she did a bit more of a rat turd than it. And well, she, she asked ask me how
0: there. much I do, and I told her I do a rat turd. You should probably do smaller than a rat turd, but she did a rat turd worth of of rick simpson oil and grandma got fucked up (laughs) yeah grandma like i i went over there and she had all the lights off and so i just didn't think anything of it but then as we're sitting there talking she's like laughing at me and she's looking at me and she's like you look like satan oh my god like well the lights are off and you're the one that gave me this fucking joker smile like (laughs) anyways I think I've got enough, I've got enough, uh, stuff here. Like, uh, um, you know what? Gentle Jay gave me the perfect sign off. What is it? Do you want to hear it? And then we're going to quit. Okay. The the problem is I I often do these sign offs. You want to do a sign off? I want to do my own. Yeah. What's your sign off?
1: I'll do it after yours. I want the show. I want to be the star. It's not the way no. This is
0: this is my podcast. You don't don't determine how I end my podcast. I, I I guess it makes sense. I didn't even determine how I start my podcast. Yeah. Like I didn't it was never my intention to do one. So maybe it's right that I don't end. Well, okay, I'll do my sign off. All right. I've talked long enough. And I've completely forgotten what my sign off is. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I, it was such a good sign off. It was like, well, I've, I've talked too long about completely nothing and now I'm done or some shit. Oh, man. I, see, I have to call him again. So I'll have to. Well, mm-hmm. this has been straight to the point and completely off
1: topic with David Dunbar. Thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> You're ridiculous. And yes, and thank you for. All right. All right. <laughs> thank David. you for coming on. Now how do we, how do we finish well, now-